Hello, and welcome to Peter's Podcast, where we talk about real yoga, actual happiness, and deep living. Thanks for joining me. Welcome. Today on the podcast, I decided to take us to meditation class. So we're going to head over. There's a lot in the news about... uh, Supreme Court justice nominees and, uh, you know, that kind of stuff. So uh, I sort of talked a little bit about that uh, from a yoga perspective. And then we do a a meditation that uh, plays off of that a bit. So um, I hope that you find it useful. Uh, You can do the meditation. I put the whole thing in there, uh, you know, step by step. There is a a little spot where we do some asana, uh, just enough so you can sit comfortably. But if you like doing asana or you're in a situation where it's possible for you to do some, you could take that little pause uh, and go ahead, pause the podcast, do a little bit of movement so that it's easy for you to sit, and then turn it back on for the practice itself. All right, I hope you enjoy, and we'll talk to you soon. Namaste. 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 Boy, lots in the news, huh? Um, always lots in the news. At today's news, I thought I would take advantage of it to um, ponder a little bit the balance that we try to strike between the uh, stuff of the world, uh, the energy and the matter of the world, and uh, awareness and consciousness that can feel like it's separate and it's at the same time all one. And uh, there's an interesting description in one of the many Tantra books that I read from time to time about how in the Tantric description of the way the universe comes into being, there's everything that is. There's a oneness, what Al likes to call a singularity, because he thought that was a cool word from Uh, black hole talk, right? But it's like this notion that everything's single, one. And then there's this big bang or this explosion. And yogis in the tantra uh, lineage call that the split of Shiva and Shakti. And in the split of Shiva and Shakti, you have the idea of, right, it's conceptual, the idea of things being different from each other when in fact there's just the whole of what is. And this division is brought about in order for there to be experience, in order for there to be this thing that we participate in all the time, where things are different from each other, right? If they were just one, it would be nothing. There would just be what is, right? And instead, there's this amazing dance of life. Okay. So the, this initial split in the beginning, it's like indistinguishable from the whole because it's just conceptual. There's what is, and then there's the notion that there could be difference. But the more that plays out in this 
thing that you could, I just called it a dance, but you could think of it as a play, you could think of it as a video game with all kinds of levels, you could think of it as anything, it's experience, right? The more you get into the experiencing perspective, the more these things, the Shiva and this Shakti, seem like different things. All the way down to what we encounter in our world today, where there seems to be this big hubbub about who's right. Is it the man or the woman, right? And so we're playing out this distinction of things and it seems so confusing when you just look at it in terms of the world, right? Because here, everything is distinct. The ultimate solution, because I don't want to get into politics, the ultimate solution is to understand what's happening in the whole of things, which is why we bother to have a meditation practice. So we can look at things from that perspective of the singularity again. We can look at things as, wait a minute, how did this all come about? What is it in its essence? And in its essence, there's just oneness. And we, when, we, when we meditate, we have a brief experience of that. It impacts us, and then we come back into life, and life is different. We see things in a slightly different way. And if, if you need evidence for that, just go visit some of your friends who don't meditate and see how they interact with things. It's literally perspective shifting, right? So, what we would hope to do is to be able to see that in that big picture of things, when there's this initial split, there's something that's going to be the idea of what should happen, like the rules of the video game or the choreography of the dance or the, uh, the script of the play, however you want to think metaphorically about what's going on, right? The laws of the nature, Right? There's that, and everything then part partakes of that. It works along those lines. And then there's the stuff that's working along those lines. There's the energy that is moving, like in the Big Bang, if you talk to physicists, they use that word right off the bat. There was immense amounts of energy that was coming out of nothing. Right? So there's the energy of that, and that energy ultimately manifests as what we think of as matter. It's still just energy, but we think of it as matter because our senses have evolved in this amazing progression of creation to be able to register certain things as matter. They have a structure that we can see with our eyes. They have a texture that we can feel with our hands. If I was going to taste the block, it would have a flavor, right? And so on, as a sound when I drop it. And so we conceive of these things as matter, even though they're still just energy, even though they're still just oneness, okay? So it's like a perspective that we've adopted as a, as a species, that everything is different from everything else. Men are different from women. They're not, right? Except that they are when you have a certain perspective. And then if we can go all the way back and be fluent in that transitioning, then we can always bring new perspective into things. And I, I, 
I said I didn't want to get into politics, but what I do want to get into is a little bit of remembering that we get born into a certain circumstance, and when we're born in that culture, family, position, all those kinds of things, we get kind of indoctrinated about certain things, right? And we start automatically seeing the world in a certain way. So it's worth doing some self-study, doing some uh, investigation of your own thinking about things. And this is where some sorts of mindfulness practice are really useful, journaling is useful, just uh, contemplating is useful, so that you start to notice, wait, how am I reacting to this? Why am I reacting to this? What is it really about? And very often the things that trigger us the most have to do with something we need to heal, right? Okay, so then here we are in meditation class, which gives us this great tool for healing because it lets us gain perspective on everything, right? So it lets us gain perspective on the things that we're observing about ourselves. It gives us perspective about the way the world works. It gives us perspective on just being able to hold a different vision of what we're going through, right? So in that regard, it's kind of like a, a magic bullet, silver bullet, is that the phrase? Silver bullet, the magic bullet. I guess there's both of those. It's like a magic bullet, that's more appropriate. Right? So it gives us this great tool for helping us to move through our challenges, right? Because life will be full of challenges that's part of the program. Okay. The deal is, here's the program, it's full of challenge. You get some tools to help you navigate through life in ways that are graceful and through this kind of spiraling of understanding, you eventually get better and better and better at living. You know? And then you start to notice things like, whoa, I should do something to help. But then it becomes evident what you should do to help because probably it's right in front of you, right? I had never had an intention to be a yoga teacher, never, right? But like all kinds of things along the way just kind of led to that, you know? And at one point Al said to me, it's funny that you had to do all that art stuff. I guess there was something you needed to work out. Now you found the thing. Yes. Well, we all find our things that we're, we're supposed to do. Yeah. So in terms of all this political upheaval and whatnot, also, you'll figure out what it is. But it, it's worth it to keep going back to see what is this, what's going on for me in this, and see if that can provide a little bit of insight, compassion, all those things we bring down at the end of meditation. Right. How do I bring that wisdom into dealing with these circumstances? All right. All right. right, Caroline? Right. Yeah, all right. Questions about any of that? Yeah. Cool, you have questions, you'd be in the training downstairs, the chakra training. Cool, all right, um, we're going to do um, 
practice that calls on the understanding of the Shiva part of things using mantra, Om Namah Shivaya, will resonate that mantra as a way of aligning ourselves with the energy. I really wanted to talk about my dog this morning. So I had to come up with this whole elaborate way to do it. But um, my dog is super cute. You should meet her if you haven't. Um, she looks like that thing in the never-ending story. What's that thing called? Snuffleupagus or something like that? No. The dragon thing. Yeah. Um, anywho. So, yeah. So we're going to ring this sound, you know. And how I can get to talk about my dog about this is, you know, you, you, when you do a mantra... It's like you're calling on the energy to shift. Right? And dogs, they don't speak English. Right? They don't even speak any language, really. Right? They're not oral. They work on smell. They work on energy. Some of them can see. Some of them, my dog has hair over her eyes. She doesn't see very well. You know? So they're, they're interactive. Like She knows that when we say this word, Micah, something good happens to her. Right? So now she's really attuned to that word. So same way, we're, we're going to attune ourselves to this energy of the understanding how the pattern works, how the instructions work, how the nature works, so that we're more tuned into that understanding as we move through our life. So we'll set it in the chakras. Om Namah Shivaya. And then at the end of that, you're so tuned in that it's like a bliss state. Right? So we're going to add a final syllable. And in the final syllable, we'll move into the space between the lobes of the brain up under the skull. And we'll just let it ring as ah. Okay? So Om Namah Shivaya. And you can do it like that if you want. <laughs> Jazz hands. Okay. So we'll do that. We'll do it aloud. Then we'll do it a little softer. Then we're trying to get into the energy realm, right? Beyond our perception of things as matter and into the conceptual. So we can go back to that concept where everything is oneness. Okay? So it's not just the idea concept. It's like what is when we're not in our senses, okay? Let's start with a little asana. Come on to all fours, please. So here's the spot if you'd like to do a little asana. Pause the podcast and uh, pick it up when you're done. To be in our center so that we can let go of the senses activity and all of that outward perspective, we're going to do a variation on the alternate nostril breathing where we place the focus of the breath in the different points of the nostrils. The first points will be just the inner tip, not the tip, but the, where it's closest to your lip. So you can use your finger to find these places. It'll help you remember and feel what you're doing. So that inside corner of the nostril, right? This is related to the element of earth, the 
chakra headquarters is the base of the pelvic floor. Then if you move outward, right, I'm going to draw a diagram. Okay, so that's a nose, right? Okay, get that? Like I went like this. My nose isn't quite that big, but that's the idea. Right, so that was the inner corner. Now we're going to move out to the outer corner, still close to the face. Great, so this is related to the element of water. Then go up the side of the nose. Halfway, it's like where the nostrils flare when you get really mad. This is related to fire, the third chakra. Then go right to the tip of the nostrils. This is related to air, so all the way up here. And then in between, in the middle, is the space element. So that's just hovering in the middle. So we're going to draw the breath back and forth between the elemental points as a way to really pull ourselves away from the senses, okay? Get that? Make sense? Okay, great. Cool, so let your left hand relax open. Join your index finger and thumb on that hand. With the right hand, if you like, if it would help you, you can go ahead and touch the points. That can make it a little more uh, visceral, a little easier to follow. So be my guest if you wanna do that, all right? So otherwise, in all the cases, let your eyes close so your focus goes inward, away from the senses. And we're going to take the first breath in on the left side, in the earth, so closest into the center. So take a full breath in there, and then switch sides to go out earth on the other side. Then breathe in on that side where you just breathed out earth. Switch back to the left, out earth. Okay, one more time, in earth. Switch over, out, earth, back in, earth, and to the other side, out, earth. Now we're going to move out to water on the left, so out in the corner, in, water. Switch to the other side, out, water. Stay right where you are, breathe in, water on the right. Switch over to the left, out, water. Once again, same thing, in water. Out right, water. In right, water. Back to the left, out, water. Move up to the flare of the nostril on the left, in fire. And switch sides, right side, fire, out. Stay where you are, in fire. Head back left, out, fire. One more time that way, in, fire. Switch to the right, out, fire. In on the right, fire. Out on the left, fire. And then go to the tip of your nose, in, air on the left. Switch to the right, out, air on the left, right, sorry. In on the right, air. And out on the left, air. Back in on the left, air. Out on the right, air. In on the right, air. And out on the left, air. And stay on that side in the space now, in the middle, in. 
switch right out, space. Stay on the right, space in. Switch to the left, out, space. Repeat that. Space. Out on the right, space. In on the right, space. Out on the left, space. If you're using your hand, you can let it relax now. Just envision your breath moving evenly through both sides. Nicely in balance, and you in your own center. Even though you're potentially aware of what's going on on the outside, it's just not the focus. begin with that mantra and allow the mantra to work as kind of a propulsion away from the day-to-day, away from this realm of experiencing toward the wholeness. Om Namah Shivaya Ha. Okay, and we'll use a little melody. Om Namah Shivaya Ha. Take a nice breath in. And just relax. If that speed was too slow and you ran out of breath, just do it on your own. It's not for singing, it's just for your own movement through the mantra. Chakras, just as a reminder, base, pelvis, navel, middle of the chest, throat, midbrain, space between the brain and the skull. Take a breath in.
We're going to do it three more times, making our way to complete silence. Once you've done it the last time, moisten the point between your eyebrows, or just tap the point between your eyebrows as a way to hold your focus there and let go. Okay, so it doesn't matter if you're in sync with everyone else, just do three more times.
meditative place. We'll do the practice of Atravatva Samyama to bring this inspiration into the headquarters of energy in our system so that we can use that perspective going forward. Begin by bringing the tip of your tongue to the roof of your mouth. Bring your palms together in front of the heart center and your mind will want to call this touch and matter and objects. Instead, go back into meditation and see it as energy flowing from Shiva Shakti. Move your hands slightly and feel the tingle of that energy, energy in motion. Move your tongue behind the upper teeth at the gum line to create a channel right into your palms for that meditative wisdom and insight. And then separate your hands just a little bit and see what you sense that energy as. It may be heat, it may be a sense of radiance. If you move your hands apart and together, it may be a sense of a puffiness or a magnetism. Whatever the sensation is, bring that energy of your meditation up over your eyes and direct it through your eyes into Ajna Chakra, the command center in our system. And let the wisdom, the Shiva quality, flow into this headquarters to help you understand how things are happening, why they are happening, what you should do about it. And we'll use the mantra that we used in our meditation, Om Namah Shivaya, as a way to attune ourselves to that energy. Let your palms come together in front of the brow, and we'll chant that four times. Om Namah Shivaya, Om Namah Shivaya, Om Namah Shivaya, Om Namah Shivaya, Take your hands back over your eyes and draw the energy of the meditation down toward the throat center, but we'll pause at the jawline, move around the jawline to the back of your neck just to release out some physical tension, and around to the throat in front, cross both hands so they're facing the throat center and send the wisdom of your meditation into this Visuddha chakra, which is the headquarters for expression and understanding so that it's full of wisdom and insight. The mantra, Om Aim Saraswati Namaha. Om Aim Saraswati Namaha. Draw the energy down to the manubrium, the bump bone at the top of the sternum, and just send the energy in there for healing and bringing strength to your immune system. And then we'll continue on down to the heart center, bringing the wisdom and insight into this headquarters for relationship, so that we have a relationship with everything in our lives that's built on understanding, compassion, lovingness for no purpose, no reason, no condition. 
rather the unconditional love of the universe itself. Let your palms come together in front of the heart center. The mantra, Om Namo Narayanaya. Om Namo meditation down to the navel, sending it in here into your physical realm, into the realm of the fire chakra, manipura, which helps us in terms of our metabolism, but it also helps us in terms of our thinking so that we can think clearly the solutions to what we see in front of us. Let your right palm face down, your left palm face up, clasp your hands and pull the heels of your hands against your navel. The mantra, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. draw the energy down to the pelvis here in the Sadhisthana Chakra we'll use that wisdom to help break through patterns and habits that get in the way of us understanding things so this is part of that realm of the observation and the self-study the discernment the mantra om like a drumbeat doom 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 durgaye namaha om doom 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 durgaye Interlace your pinky and the next two fingers and point your index fingers down toward the floor, your thumbs up towards the sky. The mantra to bring us wisdom into this structural center of our system, to bring us prosperity and stability in our work, in our family. Om Lakshmi Vam Shri Kamaladaram Swaha. Om Lakshmi Vam Shri Kamaladaram Swaha. right at the crease line between thigh and torso, your thumb wrapping the front, your fingers wrapping the back, and root yourself, ground yourself. And massage from hip to knee, bringing energy into your legs. 
massage around your knee joints, down your shins, unwind your legs a little so you can get behind your calves, and with your thumb, walk a line right down the center all the way to your Achilles tendon, and then grab your ankles tight, getting your focus back towards your feet, and then draw five lines down the soles of your feet from the inner edge of your heel to your big toe. You can either swoop or make little thumb steps. Move in a little on your heel and go to the second toe and so forth. So you have five lines, one to each toe. And then release out your ankles and make your way onto your back into Shavasana corpse pose and let your body rest there. Let there be no obstacles to wisdom flowing into every moment of your living. Om Shanti, Shanti, Shanti. Bringing you peace within yourself, peace with others, and peace with the circumstances you find yourself in. Shiva Shakti Om. Begin to wiggle your fingers and your toes. Turn your head a little side to side. And like you're waking up with new programming, take a full breath, raise your arms up overhead, stretch long through your right side, through your left side. Draw your knees in toward your chest. Give a little release in your low back, circles, shaking, rocking. And then set your feet on the floor. We'll do one asana, press up into the bridge. 
arching in your back. Take your arms underneath you, interlace your fingers and press down, lift your chest high, opening toward the new day. And then come up on the balls of your feet, roll down vertebra by vertebra, back down to the floor. And then either rock yourself up to sitting or roll to one side and come up to sit. Make a fist with your right hand just below your navel and take your left hand on top of the right. Press in slightly there and tilt forward, but stay nice and open through your chest. Feel yourself connect into the earth at your base. And we'll go all the way back to that first Kriya we used in practice today. On your breath in, inspire, draw the wisdom of the universe in from crown to base. As you exhale from where your hands are, let it radiate out through your system. Come back upright. Take your palms together in front of your heart. Hari Om Om Tat Sat. Have a lovely day. Don't let the turkeys get you down. Namaste. Lindsay and I are doing a kirtan in October. Check it out. There's a flyer outside. We'll use mantra in a repeated musical form. It's uh, really a lot of fun. If you can make it, please do. I'm very grateful to the patrons on patreon.com who make Peter's podcast possible. Won't you join them? Head over to patreon.com slash Peter's podcast and you'll find out all the information you need to support me at any level that works for you. Thanks so much. As you heard me announce during meditation class, Iggy Dean, a.k.a. Lindsay Sanwald, and I are doing a kirtan at Ishta on October 18. Hope to see you there. It's also the release for a recording that we did of some of our favorite uh, kirtan tunes. So come check it out. Namaste. Namaste.